Welcome back to episode 17 of Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is uh, Sunday, November 2nd, 2014. I'm Shane, and also our Tony. Tony. Hello. Hello. You guys could say, like, hi or hey. Tony R. (laughs) Yeah. R. R. What? Tony is wasted. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that Uh, other voice is Matt. Matt, hello. Hey. Hey. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Tony always says hello. I here as well. Matt always says, hey. Hey, hey. Which is fine. What did you mean by Tony R? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Grammar was not precise, apparently. Sure. How you guys doing this evening? Drinking any fun drinky treats? Drinky treats. Red wine I got. Oh, that's what I have also. What type of red wine? I have no idea. It just says Apothic Red. It doesn't say like a Shiraz or a Merlot or anything like that. But Ooh. It's still pretty good. It's a Halloween wine or something? What's that? Is that like a Halloween wine? I think so, yeah. I should probably read the back of it, but... Zinfandale, I guess. Rich Zinfandale, smooth oh, Merlot, flavored uh, Shiraz, bold Cabernet. I guess I don't know. Matt, anything? What? <laughs> yeah, it's like all in one. All right, just throw them all in. I one. am incredibly boring tonight. I'm just drinking water. Awesome. Yeah, that's always good too. <laughs> <laughs> it's not labeled, so it could be just a blend. Oh, it could be. Nice. Blends are good. News. The iBox Nano 3D printer is almost as cheap as it is tiny. This, according to Engadget. So, um, Tony, that name probably sounds kind of familiar to you. I think that was a name we we had kind of uh, almost coined at one point. But uh, this is actually spelled I I B O X. So it's uh it's like the apple spelling of it. And it is a it is what it sounds like. It's a tiny 3D printer that is not only the smallest or I, sh- I should say will be. I think they must have prototypes at this point, but it's not only the smallest but least expensive, quietest and lightest 3D printer at 4 by 3 by 8 inches and 3 pounds. So that is pretty insane. And yeah. and it achieves this by um, it uses LEDs rather than uh, DLP bulbs, which I guess is what uh, 3D printers typically use, and uh, uh, acrylic parts along with that. And uh, the combination of those that cuts down on size and noise that uh, the uh, LEDs do, and then the acrylic parts, obviously, on the the overall cost of it. But why, you might ask, why would someone want a uh, such a small printer? Well, apparently most people are using them for printing small parts anyway. So, you know, what's the point? Just kind of wasted space. Uh, so this printer will, uh, there will be no software installation involved. All it's going to be is uh, you'll just use a browser and over Wi-Fi. 
And you'll also be able to print on Android and iOS. There's a Kickstarter page right now, which has uh, show, shows off some of the things you can print with it, like chess pieces, rings, and apparently a, a Velociraptor head with individual teeth. <laughs> Ooh, you nice. can get this all for the low price of $269, uh, a pledge of that toward the $300,000 goal. And the last I checked, which was earlier today, they were at uh, around 245000 on that. So uh, I think something like 10, 11 days left on that. So it looks like they're probably going to make that. Okay. So the $269 pledge, that actually does get you one of these printers, or is that uh, That's what I got out else? of it. That's I believe that's correct. If if I know much about the Kickstarter, I've never actually, <laughs> I've never actually uh, backed anything on Kickstarter. One of these days, I should probably give that a shot. But that's my understanding of it. And then I think if you donate more, there's different goals you can get, additional uh, rewards and things with that, typically. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah. This uh, so the two sixty nine gets you the uh, iBox Nano, the limited edition one, I guess, at a limited special pledge. Uh, one 95 milliliter container of resin and red, uh, green, blue, or yellow shipping not included. Estimated delivery April 2015. That's uh, actually coming up pretty soon. Yeah, it's not too far away. And if you consider about some other things out there that are that much money, I feel like you're actually getting quite a bit for that amount. Like, what would be something comparable for that amount of money? Can't really think of much offhand, but. Uh, Two hundred sixty-nine bucks. I suppose an, uh, yeah, an iPhone, or, or uh, you know, around there, somewhere on, on contract. You could rent a car for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's true. Yeah. yeah. So really, not. I yeah. I don't think that's actually that much. You guys. Nice. <laughs> I, like, right, I like the fact that you can. Um, you don't need to install anything. It goes all by the web browser. I like that. It's yeah. different. It is. Little yellow. So you can make useless things, I suppose. <laughs> some, some parts <laughs> Lots are useful. Lots of raptor heads. That's not useless. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Go, All right. Go on uh, right so ahead. the Verge reports that uh, retailers are disabling NFC readers to shut out Apple Pay. Um, so this has kind of blown up in the past uh, week or so. Uh, retailers like Walmart, Kmart, Several Eleven, Best Buy, Rite Aid, and CVS. Um, some of them were uh, accepting NFC, uh, which. The uh, near field communication, which was used for Google Wallet, um, and then once Apple Pay dropped, they, uh, I guess, uh, stopped accepting those uh, as payment methods. Um, I think uh, originally they just kind of pulled off the shelves, and then uh, eventually it came out that they are part of the, uh, the MCX, which is the Merchant Customer Exchange. They are building their own um, mobile payment called Currency, uh, which uses Q QR codes, not uh, NFC. Um, but uh, it does not accept credit cards. It, it will just uh, draw directly from your bank account. Uh, so they've got that coming out soon. Um, they're pulling the, uh, the NFC stuff to, uh, I think, give the, uh, the currency a, a better head start uh, once it, it actually comes out. Um, so it kind of stinks. Uh, you know, Apple Pay definitely seems, uh, I'm, I don't have a new phone yet. I'm looking forward to it because I think it's, it seems a lot more secure than just using a, a credit card or a debit card. Um, so I was really looking forward to that, but uh, it kind of stinks that it's not going to be accepted uh, as much as maybe you would you would hope. But I will I I can say firsthand that Walgreens is fully accepting Apple Pay, and I've done it three different times already in the last couple of days. Um, not that I'm buying large things from Walgreens or anything; it's been pretty minimal. 
but large quantities of drugs. <laughs> but you know, direct competition there with these companies. Um, so I think that's great. Uh, and Walgreens is pretty prevalent around here. So more power to them. It, that all worked great. I thought Apple Pay worked great, and this uh, currency is—it's not even out yet. Is that—is that true? I think it's out in beta right now, and I think it uh, is supposed to launch early next year. So yeah, they're a little bit behind there. So it just seems yeah, terrible it, because was it the next day they got hacked? Also, wasn't that the case? Supposedly, they found out uh, just—I think it was email addresses of some of the users. So you, uh, you're not really sure how they, you know, the method of getting those email addresses. But uh, yeah, definitely not the uh, <laughs> the first bit of news you want on this thing when it's uh, supposed to be a secure payment method. Right. Um, well, how do you feel about so, what was this? Uh, what is your general opinion on on the matter as far as um, these other companies kind of blocking out Apple Pay? And do you think it's good move, bad move? Terrible, terrible um, right? I, I honestly, I think it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I just so currency hooks directly up to your bank account. You got to give them a bunch of uh, private information. I heard you had to give your social security number, maybe your driver's license number, and your bank account, and that just seems like a disaster for you know. And they store that in the cloud too, so it's just kind of hacker paradise if they can actually get into it. So I'm, I'm really hesitant to, to do that. Uh, whereas Apple Pay stores it all uh, just on your device, and then uh, it generates you know a unique code for each purchase. So it seems a lot more secure. I think Apple did a much better job of making things secure there. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm really looking forward to Apple Pay. Is just, I you know I have been the been the victim of identity theft, and it, it just stinks. And I think anything to to make it a lot more secure, uh, you know, step forward in security versus I think the currency feels like a step back right now. I don't know all the details, but it, it does feel like a step back, and um, I don't know if I, I would want to. Uh, want to do that so yeah like you said walgreens walgreens is normally right across the street from cvs if, if walgreens accepts apple pay i will probably uh just go there uh just to, to use it once i once i do get onto apple pay cool oh, yeah i would agree to that and yeah yeah kind of what you were saying um just about currency which i'm not too familiar with i think it came up with all this with uh cvs and with those other merchants um where you do have to give you all that information, and I just think that it is a lot easier. I was still hesitant with Apple Pay. You know, anytime you're dealing with pay, whether it be a credit card or your um, bank account information, you know, I think I think the average consumer is going to be a little bit more um, hesitant just to give that information out. But with Apple, I, I think they make it easy just to let you know exactly uh, what happens. You know, how you can you know wipe your phone or do whatever you can, or you know all those other uh, stop gaps like when doing a purchase you know oh we've got this code here we're not giving credit card information it's not going over the cloud it's not going anywhere we're actually creating another number here we're making this super secure whereas it seems like this currency does seem like you need to give them everything and <laughs> yep like you were saying hacker paradise <laughs> well and i should say the uh the uh walgreens is also accepting google wallet and i don't know if they were before or not but uh i noticed they have both both of those flashing on their card readers right now so Super stoked when I saw that just uh, a few days ago. Um, nice. Yeah, and it all worked really well. And and, and I think I heard this recently uh, to your to both your points. I think uh, so. These a token. Well, they're calling it a token. I think where they that's what they send to Walgreens, and that gets sent back to the credit card company, right? And that, but the the main point there is that Walgreens is never actually they never actually get your uh, credit card information. Is that accurate? Yeah, they just get a token, and I imagine they've got some kind of expiration date on that token. So if the bank receives that, you know, 30 minutes later, they're probably going to say, nope, that's expired. Uh, we're not going to accept that. 
Uh, so it's kind of cool that you don't give any of that information out, none of your credit card information to the uh, uh, the merchant. But is that so not the case with currency? I think they've got all of that stuff. I th- so the the two big things that uh, that I think the uh, the merchants want for currency. Uh, one is that it, it hooks up to your uh, your bank account, so they can avoid the uh, the credit cards getting their cut. You know, kind of cutting out the middleman. So, uh, credit card companies, I'm not sure what percentage they take. It's a, um, it's it's a, you know pretty significant amount actually. Once you add in all of the uh, uh, the transactions that go out, so they're trying to cut that out. Uh, and then the second part is they are trying to track your information. So that's something that they find to be very valuable, and they're going to try and tie in. Uh, uh, what is it? The you know, the, I don't know, like the the grocery cards where you get the the, the coupons and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They're going to try and tie that into the app as well. Oh, really? So it's very oh, based off your like history. Towards, rewards cards uh, or something, or yeah, re- yeah, tying in rewards cards mm-hmm. to this app, and you will get rewards for using the app. So they're really, uh, they are really focused on tracking uh, your purchases and Ooh. stuff with that app. Interesting. I don't know if I like that too much. And okay, they're exclusive. Well, like, if you sign up for currency, this you know merchant can't have anything else. That's kind of what I also hate too. Yeah, supposedly yeah. there was a big, uh, uh, there there was a big fine if you started uh, accepting other forms of payment for mobile apps. Um, I think that was, uh, I think Meyer, uh, uh, grocery chain. Uh, I know it's kind of in the Midwest somewhere. Um, I know they're more based. I, I saw them out on Chicago. I think they are still accepting NFC, and they are part of the uh, the merchant consumer exchange. So. I'm not sure what's going to happen there. Well, I guess we'll we'll see. Yeah, they're they were. Be... They're supposedly like uh, allowing for Apple Pay right at the moment. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Hmm. All right, Tony. Uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, uh, read oh, your yes. article then? All right, PC Magazine um, or PCMag.com. Fitbit adds caller ID, heart rate, and new activity trackers. Um, and um, this article is a little bit longer here, but I'm going to try to go through most of it here because um, it kind of goes off into some other um, activity trackers. But um, um, a lot of people kind of know the Fitbit is probably one of the most popular, um, you know, activity or health tracker, health tracking devices out there. And they just kind of came out with a new slew of them. Um, the three on this article are, are the, the new ones are the Fitbit Charge, uh, the Fitbit Charge HR, which is for heart rate monitoring. And then the Fitbit Surge, which is a GPS-enabled runner's watch um, kind of thing that also met, uh, measures your daily activities. Um, and they're, at, they're kind of marketing these towards, um, you know, like the Fitbit Charge is kind of for everyday use, just for the average person who doesn't really work out a lot, um, but just wants to kind of, you know, just measure their steps and um, uh, do things like that. And... Um, what they have added to this now is like in, you can uh, it, it kind of adds um, you can sync it up to your phone and it'll uh, um, kind of show you you know who's calling your phone. Um, it'll display the person's name on the screen, um, which is an OLED screen, um, and it measures the distance, steps taken, flights of stairs climbed, sleep, exercise, calories burned. Um, and right now, of the three. Um, this is the only one that's going to come out before Christmas, and right now it's available in black and slate, um, with blue and burgundy um, coming in 2015. Um, and yeah, this is the only one that's coming for the holiday season. Um, the next one is the Fitbit Charge, um, which is the heart rate monitor one, um, and this one is coming early 2015, and it's supposed to measure your um, uh, your calories a little bit more accurately because of the uh, 
heart rate monitor on it, and um, as well as um, you know the other things that the um, the Fitbit charge um, it, it does everything that that one does as well as the uh, the uh, heart rate monitor, um, and then the last one is the uh, Fitbit Surge, which is a pretty much like a watch, um, but it also has GPS. Uh, on it as well for um, runners and and people who kind of want to um, track Surge! that. Surge. <laughs> That's all I can think of. Um, and that one has, uh, you know, it, again they they kind of show you what call or text notifications um, this one has. And um, oh, I kind of uh, grazed over the price here. The first one is going to be, um, I believe, one twenty nine ninety five. That's the uh, the Fitbit charge. The second one, the Fitbit Charge HR, um, which is one forty nine ninety five, and the new Fitbit Surge, which again this one comes out early two thousand fifteen, um, is two forty nine ninety five, and um, it's supposed to, I guess, maybe kind of uh, market a little bit with the uh, the Apple iWatch or Apple Watch. I should say I want to say iWatch, but it is Apple Watch. <laughs> Um, and, uh, one thing about this is, um, I kind of thought like, I, you know, this will be great. I kind of was thinking about a Fitbit. I thought, let's see what Apple comes out with. And I'm not too sure I want to get the watch, but, um, then I thought, oh, all right, Fitbit seems like everyone, I see people running around with these all the time. They have them. But then I thought like, um, I did read that, um, Fitbit was going to do their own thing. They weren't going to go in with the Apple health app. Um, they didn't want to do that. They want to do their own app. And um, I wasn't too sure about that. I don't know why they wanted to do that. Um, and Currency all over again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wasn't too sure about, uh, you know, that. I thought, you know, because maybe it's because Apple, I think they're kind of, um, they're, they're kind of all about the Nike right now. And they've got that integrated um, with their fuel band. Um and they got a Nike Plus app, and they've got, you know, it's kind of integrated into their um, settings. Um, so, uh, I don't know, we'll see kind of what that is. And most of their pr new products are coming out next year. Um, and there's some other things that are kind of coming out this year. I know Microsoft just announced a new one, too. And um, this one on this article that I'm mentioning, they talked about a basis, B-A-S-I-S, -S, Peak. Um, that one looks kind of impressive. It's a watch as well. Um, I don't know too much about it because this this article kind of is mostly for Fitbit, but um, it did it did kind of pique my interest because it really one of the things about any kind of Fitbit device or um, maybe some sort of smartwatch device is they seem to be a little bit forthcoming about um, you know if if something's waterproof. Now I didn't read too much about waterproof on here, but this basis peak right off the bat, 50 meters waterproof like most watches would say right like old school watches that would just tell time nope uh most uh <laughs> most fitbit devices or i shouldn't say fitbit but uh it just you know activity trackers or or our smart watches usually are a little bit more hesitant or they might say it in a five print try not to get wet or whatever um i did hear that about the microsoft one um i think it's banned or something I, i'm not too sure on that one um but wait it's a band is that what you're saying yeah, it's, the, it's banned the, the in most states. I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, banned in most pools. <laughs> or most showers. Uh, no, but uh, I did. I did hear that you you shouldn't get that one wet uh, at, at all. I don't. And I think that one's out right now. The Microsoft one. Um, but I suppose everyone's got to start somewhere. But I feel like if you've been in the game a little bit, you should 
at least have that. Um, that should be almost a no-brainer, especially if you're geared towards more sports and sweat and even if you want to take it in swimming or something I'm or, you know, in the swimming. shower, you don't want to take it off. <laughs> so, but that's, I suppose, my little rant about how I think I if, have, if it's a fitness tracker, it should be a little bit, it should handle water. I, I, think. I just have one comment. No, no offense to anyone out there, but using HR in your name seems like a terrible <laughs> marketing idea. <laughs> I don't want to offend anyone, but. Heart rate. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Sometimes has a negative <laughs> connotation. Just saying. You're going to have mm-hmm. to talk to HR about that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know if you guys have uh, had any experience with any of these. I'm just, just curious, like, high level. Or if you guys uh, were thinking about getting one anytime soon. or I was, uh, yeah, I was kind of considering it. I do use my phone mostly for that kind of stuff. but um, Yeah. I, I'm the same way. You're right. It seems like I, if, if I got one, if I got a device like this, that could pretty much do everything. And I think I mentioned that with, with the Apple Watch also. It just... Something that mm-hmm. can track everything, be waterproof, maybe water resistant might be okay. I'm not so sure about water that. Water resistant would be okay, I think. At least that's tell I time. Think most watches aren't. It needs to tell time. It needs to have alarms. It has to do all that good stuff. And um, so I, maybe most of these do this already, and I just haven't taken the plunge yet. But uh, I, yeah, I, I always, you know, you, I feel you always have to dig into you know some kind of description a long way down paragraph like you know 200 out of 3000 to find out if it's waterproof or not or <laughs> water resistant <laughs> like i would i would um i would uh, obviously i think all watches are water resistant up to so many feet or you know or meters i think everything's meters now um or has always been but you know i feel like it's either non-existent or try not to get wet or whatever but i know yeah that's one thing that during the uh, when they announced the Apple Watch, they didn't uh, they didn't make any mention of it. I, I don't think at all. I, I, with it's, the uh, uh, with even with the sport, they talked about how it was more durable, but they didn't specifically talk about uh, it's you know water resistance or anything. Exactly, Which, that's true. I don't know. Does that mean it's not at all? <laughs> I think Apple devices in general, you know, they don't uh, they don't really uh, it doesn't it's not covered under their warranty typically, right? Exactly. I think most smart devices, watches, phones, um, maybe fitness trackers aren't. And, you know, maybe that'll be a push soon. But I felt like like when Apple released theirs, I went right to the sport one because I thought if anyone would be, it would be that one. But I didn't see anything. So I'm, I do like that they have the heart rate tracker for the, uh, the somewhat reasonably priced one where it, it seems like that was a feature that was pretty expensive up, up until before this. Um, and I think that was, to me, that feels like the most uh, valuable piece of information that, that this uh, that these are tracking. So the amount of steps and um, I don't know how it tracks sleep, but uh, some of those other things don't seem as valuable as heart rate. Where if, you know if I'm going for a run, I can you know see what my heart rate is. That that seems like a stat that I can I can use more readily than you know the number of steps I took for a day. Uh, so I think I'm glad that they're starting to do more heart rate stuff and this, you know, tracking things that your phone can't do already. Um, so I think that's kind of cool. And I think that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. I thought if I was going to get any one of these, it would be that one. Uh, but again, you know, holidays coming up, I kind of wish it would be a little bit before 2015 as in 2014 maybe, but <laughs> <laughs> some wishful thinking. <laughs> I think the the thing 
for me too is just that it doesn't hook into uh, the health app. It seems exactly. like that should hopefully be something simple. I don't think it, they're they're really competing products. I, it just does seem nice to have all that uh, stuff uh, in one place that you can kind of look at. I found myself yeah. going in there once in a while in the health kit app, but so far not not as much as maybe you'd think you'd go in there. But that could just be me. Also, I I don't know. I just it's just I I go to the gym once a day and. And that's it. I mean, I, <laughs> I, you know, it's kind of like that. Like, I, I feel like I've accomplished what I need to accomplish then. And maybe I don't need to know that data necessarily. So, but I could see how some people, uh, it might be a little more important for sure. Well, yeah. And um, I I do like that's like a one-stop place for everything. And I did start, like when it first came out, I'm like, all right, what can I do here that's easy that I could put in? So then I started like every morning I'd weigh myself and I'd put that in just to get some data, just to see how the little graph would be. So... I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool, but you know, it'd be nice if everything I did could kind of go in there. Um, I know Microsoft with again their their band again. I forget what it's called, but I know it's out. They've got an Microsoft's app. Microsoft's got a band like, now oh. too. What's that? Microsoft's oh, got yeah. their own band. Is that like Elite <laughs> Torn Chieftain? Ooh, <laughs> Microsoft Edition. That's right. Anyway, sorry, not use that card yet. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, they've got their app and they've got their health kit. I think it's Microsoft Health or, again, something I wish I remembered it. But anyway, um, so then they're going to have their separate stuff too. And the one thing about, again, I guess Microsoft is there's, I guess, is, you know, it's, a Fitbit, it's, it's, it's like a Fitbit device, but I think it's like a watch too. But it'll work with any phone. You know, it'll work with Apple. It'll work with uh, Microsoft. It'll work with uh, Android. Um, but then that's also their health kit, and I don't know if that'll work with Apple's. And oh, I feel like yeah, I've got – I barely have anything in it, but I obviously have more in Apple's health app than any other ones. You know, I kind of doubt it, but at the same time, it, it almost seems like Apple and Microsoft are working together more than they ever have before. I don't know if you I think Microsoft's that. new uh, – the new direction they're taking, uh, I wouldn't doubt it if they start – you know, they're making more of a, a focus on – you know, kind of the services that they do and the, uh, you know, like things like Office. So uh, yeah. having having oh, that yes. to actually plug in, I, well, I, I can definitely see them. I like what they're they're doing now. Yeah, it I, just seems making uh, some different changes. It just seems more to me that there's more of a battle now between Apple and Google than there is between Apple and Microsoft these days, where you know that used to seem to be the big battle, um, and now you see uh, uh, Microsoft's putting apps on iOS and. And well, maybe that's the only <laughs> maybe that's the only way that goes. I don't know what Apple's doing for Microsoft, <laughs> I suppose. Um, but yeah, they're uh, using Bing for some stuff. I, I'm oh yeah, sure. that's that's true. Yeah, exactly. So they are kind of working together more than kind of feel like more than they, they, they that is almost their preference. Like <laughs> it's almost like they backtracked after all this Android business. They're like, I think we're gonna go start using Bing more now, and that's. I don't know how Steve Jobs would feel about that, but <laughs> yeah, it's happening. Anyway, cool. Thanks, Tony. I think. Sorry, oh, what yeah. were you going to say? No, I was going to say I think I think Steve Jobs would. I, I, I think it's weird to say it now, but I think he probably had more of a rival with Google currently than Microsoft, yeah. and I'm sure that's probably an older rival. But yeah. I think he's. If he was still alive, I think he'd probably be side more with Microsoft. Than and did you Apple, did you guys see I'm that? I'm pretty sure Microsoft did help them out. Did you guys see that Jobs movie? By chance, yes. And I, I know they're making another one. There's based that off of scene the in there biography. where, right? I heard that. Too. There's that scene With in Christian there. Bale. 
really Christian Bale? I heard mm-hmm. I heard somebody I heard Seth Rogen the other day. I think they casted one. him for Waz. Oh, okay. Somebody I swear <laughs> somebody was telling me yeah. Steve Jobs. <laughs> anyway, oh, that um, would be awesome. But, so in that jo- in that Jobs movie, I feel like there's a scene where he he calls up and he talks to Bill Gates and he like screams at him. And I'm mm-hmm. talking about Ashton Kutcher in this case in this in this case, but um I kind of feel like that was more of how he felt about Google than it was even about Microsoft. But based on, I think Tony, you read the uh, autobiography, right? Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that kind of <laughs> biography? I don't know if he actually. So what? I wasn't sure. Yes, biography because I know he was involved, he but he didn't. He didn't write it himself, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. I forgot who wrote it, but it's some. I forgot his name. Um, Big Shot. He 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 did a lot of other biographies. But go on. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, just that scene. It it, it made me wonder oh, if they yeah, kind yeah, of almost true. mixed it up with Microsoft. Google rather than that was in that case. I know he was, that was. you know, not pleased with him. I didn't. Uh, who knows in those movies how much is? Tr- I think it was because he stole his graphical user interface, but they stole everyone's graphical user interface. What what was a graphical user interface at the time? If mm-hmm. I had to guess, I don't remember exactly. But right. The whole concept of the and they the took it from Xerox or or the mouse and oh yeah, they stole like Disney with. You know, fairy tales and stuff. Stealing and everybody steals everything. <laughs> anyway <laughs> let's uh let's <laughs> off tangent, right, Shane? Off tangent, <laughs> that's right. Let's uh let's mosey on along here. XP Boost. Alrighty, well, so this week's XP boost, I'm gonna talk a little bit about BAC uh, tracking applications and this is specifically on iOS because that's what I use and not to uh, <laughs> I know we talk about we drink at the beginning of the show and everything and not to uh, <laughs> maybe I should be spending a little more time on apps like why now or <laughs> why now rather than something like this but you know I, I just kind of <laughs> believe in uh, you know I think people should be safe and everything and I do want to just kind of read like a little disclaimer here because I know I shouldn't have to say this but at the same time I might have to say this uh, <laughs> in no way Kentucky's nice guy network or the app developers guarantee accuracy or safety uh, it is always safest not to drive after drinking the users of these apps assume all risks and responsibility um, makes sense right <laughs> so don't play oh, much we, we can speed that up so it goes a lot quicker right when we do the report <laughs> Replay. There's a disclaimer that was way too slow. Yeah, for exactly. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Somewhat understandable. So, uh, so I'll start off here with the first app that I've used in the past, uh, which is called "Can I Drive Yet?" with a question mark at the end. This is the developer is Everything Code Incorporated. So I use this one the vast majority of the time. Um, I've been using BAC trackers, and I I should state these are all apps that just that are manual. They don't work with a breathalyzer or anything or any third party external uh, accessory or anything like that. So it's all tracked specifically within the app itself. And uh, this was the first one. Um, so I've used this for some time and it seemed to work for the most part. It seemed to work pretty well from what I could gather. Um, it is unfortunately it is currently outdated. Uh, I would Definitely say it is not working like it once was when iOS 8 came along. Um, it got a little bit buggy. 
And suddenly some things that were visible before are not visible <laughs> until you tap on them and then they reappear. So it's a little bit janky. Um, that and <laughs> what we say, Matt? Probably it's harder than what you drink, right? <laughs> that along with um, the fact that the, it's got the, the black bars on top and bottom, which means, I guess that means it, it hasn't been updated in a while, technically, right? They, they didn't update it since the 5, I suppose, right? iPhone 5 had the... was when they finally went to the uh, widescreen format, so I suppose it's been at least that long. So <laughs> maybe it was maybe oh, I was about due for an upgrade here. Uh, the nice thing about it is it does support multiple users, and you can track for each of those users. Uh, you can track the name, the weight, metabolism, gender, legal limit, and the serving units that, you, you know, your particular... Uh, country or region is uh is using um i will say when it says metabolism and there's a couple of instances i'm going to be talking about that here um i think in in both cases of the apps that use that track the metabolism that just has three levels essentially um you know like lightweight uh medium and uh whatever you call it can drink you under the table uh, whatever level that is um so this one only uses commonly used sizes of beverages. So you got your 12 ounce, your 16 ounce. Uh, what would be after that? <laughs> 2024 20, or something like that. Uh, shot glass, wine glass, those types of things. It does allow you to customize, uh, have customizable alcohol content. But in that case, it only allows you to round to the nearest percentage of alcohol. So you can't have like, it's a little bit unfortunate, but for something like a Miller Lite, for instance, which is 4.3%, you can only set it to either 4 or 5. So that's that in and of itself is a little bit inaccurate. Um, but you can adjust the time that you have started drinking, which is nice. Uh, I think that's, to me, that's that's pretty important to be able to, you know, just for being as accurate as you can possibly be, even though, again, it's not... Can't exactly trust it 100% here by any by any means. <laughs> I and think there's been a lot this, of error with most of these apps. Yeah, that could very well be. Yeah. So in this case, that uh, I would give this one uh, three out of five stars or shots, whatever you want to uh, <laughs> rating system we want here. <laughs> three out of five shots. Um, yeah, so it's <laughs> three out of five. Three, sh- three shots, that means it's pretty sloppy. <laughs> And I'm not. I'm oh, yeah, actually that's right. no We're longer using this good one. Or bad. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Let's just say. Let's go with stars. We'll say stars. <laughs> Stick with that. More stars, good or bad? It's it's. <laughs> <laughs> stars are good. Gold stars. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> that one, and I'm not actually haven't been using this one lately. So it's um, it was my go-to one no longer. Uh, the next one I want to talk about is Egan's BAC Tracker. This is by Stratopy, I guess, is the uh, company behind that. Uh, this one also has the black bars on top and bottom, so <laughs> hasn't been updated in a little while here. Um, I should say also, uh, most of these apps, for whatever reason, have actually have pretty decent ratings on the App Store, from what I can remember. And so that's why these are the ones I chose, but my ratings are a little bit different than everyone else's, as you'll see. Uh, the, uh, the BA, so there's two different options in this one. One is the BAC tracker, which allows you to track over time. And then it has just a B 
BSD calculator, which is more of a quick option, um, just when you want to just enter everything at once. And that does actually allow you to import into the tracker functionality also. Uh, this one does not allow for multiple users, um, but it does allow you to uh, enter your gender and uh, weight uh, options in there. Uh, once again, you can only use commonly used sizes, and in, in this case, it's uh, it's between normal and larger drinks, so those two options. And then within there, you have, uh, I think, three options, uh, sub-options in there. Uh, let's see. So uh, this has uh, common alcohol types, but unfortunately, it has no mention in there of the actual alcohol percentage, which I f thought was kind of strange, um, just kind of... Here's this beer, here's this wine, and, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I think this kind of makes this one of the least accurate ones for that reason. Um, you can't adjust the drinking start time either, which is unfortunate. Um, on the other hand, it does include a recorder for recording conversations with police officers <laughs> when you're being arrested, apparently. Huh. <laughs> and it also has games and, uh, <laughs> Knowing your rights uh, information included in there. Uh, and this was put out by a law firm specifically, apparently. And that's what uh, the Egan's, I think it's uh, it's the name of the law firm. But this one, I would uh, have to give a two out of five, unfortunately, for this one. Um, so probably want to steer away from that one. Uh, <laughs> the next one is called I Drank. What's your BAC? Again, with a question mark at the end. This is by Nicholas C. Broking. And uh, this one doesn't have the black bars on top and bottom. So here we go, folks. This one it has been updated uh, somewhat <laughs> recently. However, it doesn't look the greatest. <laughs> it looks a little bit dated. The graphics maybe are could use some updating. Uh, this one also does not allow for multiple users, but does allow you to customize the gender, weight, and uh, age on that one. Only uses commonly used sizes, once again. Has uh, common alcohol types, wine, beer, or hard alcohol that you select. That's the first option that you select in there. And then with that, within that, you have your subtypes of, uh, you know, different alcohols, those particular alcohols. Um, and then there's also a customizable slider. Um, <laughs> this was kind of interesting. So for, the, uh, for beer, the slider allows you to... Uh, uh, round, it rounds to the nearest percent for beer, or I'm sorry, tenth of a percent for beer. It rounds to the nearest hundredth of a percent for wine. Don't know why that's different, but then also different is for hard alcohol, it does proof and it does not do percent. So <laughs> just to make things extra confusing, I guess. Maybe that has, I don't know, is that huh. because those particular types of alcohol, is that what they tend to put on the bottle? Is it is it that beers and... Uh, Wines tend to use the the percentage, and hard alcohol tends to use the proof. Is that maybe the difference there? You, I yeah, I think the proof is a lot easier to find on on those uh, hard yeah. alcohol bottles. Sure, I guess that makes seems sense like it then. makes the uh, you can't can't adjust the uh, drinking start time for this particular one. Um, but then there's also a couple options in there. Uh, you have the end my night slash start my night. Those couple buttons in there which is just how this one works. Um, there's a button that has stats, uh, you know, which is going to be what you're currently at. And then you can also have, you also have past night stats in there that 
you can see where you've been uh, through your history of, of <laughs> your long life of drinking. Uh, <laughs> so you, you have to just hit start my night, and then that's pretty much when you're start starting drinking your first, you know, right. whatever drink. And then mm-hmm. each time you have another drink, you just kind of add it in there. Then, right. when what do you do? What does the end my night do to that? I think the end night, the end my night is really start. only there for uh, starting over when you want to kind of reset everything. Because I didn't, I noticed I hadn't done that <laughs> before. Just when I was just testing them out. Um, when I go, when you go back in there, I believe it's it's still acting like you're you've hit start my night, and it's still pretending like it's still calculating it and all that. So. Which could could be consuming battery that I <laughs> maybe didn't even realize, um, mm-hmm. but I would give this one a three out of five stars. So it's right up there with the first one, the Can I Drive Yet? And lastly, we have IntelliDrink BAC Calculator by Raphael Wickman, and this is just I gotta say this is just a beautiful app, um, and <laughs> although technically. Technically not optimized for iOS 6 yet, or uh, iOS 6, iPhone 6 yet. Um, so I guess it's not even iOS 8 necessarily, but specifically the 6 because it is uh, using the downscale graphics from what I can tell still. Even though it is it is a really good looking app. It's by far the best looking one of all the BAC calculators. Um, this one does allow for multiple users uh, and you can customize the name, age, height, gender, and metabolism. Uh, Does use commonly used sizes and alcohol types that are also fully customizable. And you can add your own in there. And that is all to the nearest uh, 10th of an ounce uh, for that. Alcohol content is rounded to the nearest 10th of a percent, which I'm fine with. I think that's all you would really ever need as long as, and, and it's just consistent across the board, which I think is good also can adjust drinking start time, can adjust drinking duration, which is something that none of the other apps, I think, actually did. And you can adjust the stomach content <laughs> level, I guess. Nice. What is that? So what how, What do you tell it? Like, I'm, I feel 80% full. Or... I think there's three three options. There's uh, yeah, either uh, uh, empty, half, or full. So with that one. Has a graph of where you currently are and where you'll be <laughs> at your drunkest. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's just my <laughs> my term there. Uh, at your highest level, so it's actually not only not only is it just a graph. It's it's a graph that you can you can extend. You can zoom uh, left to right, however you want to look at it. It allows you to pinch to zoom and see exactly uh, where you're at along there and where you'll be. And it's just I don't know. It's just kind of really nice. Um, there's also a BAC alarm for when you fall below a certain BAC. <laughs> so I think overall, I'm just... Do, most... do you use that for... <laughs> What's that? The, the BAC alarm? I have not for... used the alarm. I have not used the oh, alarm because I... I just kind of pay attention to, okay, that's how high I'll be. Like, that's the important thing is that I don't, you know, go above that at any point or, you know. So um, <laughs> Do you set the alarm like, is it, okay, now I can go to my car and drive? Or is it, oh, crap, I need to go to the bar and get another drink? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I hope people aren't using it for that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, there's always going to be someone, I suppose. But I would give this one a 5 out of 5 for sure. It's, it is by far the best uh, BAC calculator slash tracker out there that I have seen. Um, 
without uh, without going into like as I mentioned the third party or not third party but <laughs> external accessories. So uh, I will uh, give a little tip out there too if you are trying to figure out a particular uh, alcohol content uh, percentage. Uh, Google has actually integrated in now where if you just type in a certain brand and you know type of alcohol followed by alcohol content in Google, it just brings that up right away. At least at least on mobile, it will uh, bring that up. And then some other useful information about that particular <laughs> alcohol, you know, not just that in there. But I think that's that's great that they're putting that there, just getting that you know general info out there for people to know and. Um, Yep, that's that's about all I have with that. Do you guys uh, have any anything to add? Oh, that's cool. I didn't know you could uh, search for Google like that. Yeah, so there you go. Um, does any of this hook into the health app? It seems so. You know, the basic stats of just you know, yeah. gender, age, weight, that kind of stuff. They seems like maybe you could just pull from there because I'd imagine most people uh, might enter some of that stuff in there. And then also, I think there's another. Uh, metric there for actually measuring blood alcohol contact that you can actually graph in the uh, the health app. So I think it'd be pretty cool if it could kind of go both ways there. Well, I see there is, there's definitely BAC capability in, in health kit, but I don't see, I thought for some reason I'd heard at one point that maybe one of these would, would allow that. you know what it has, <laughs> it has my sleep cycle app listed in this for some reason. I don't know how, or why that would work with that, but that's, I think, the only one that's showing up for blood alcohol content for whatever reason. It's interesting. <laughs> huh. huh. Have you ever used two of these in one night just to see if they both... Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, the night that I just decided I was going to download these other three, pretty much. <laughs> I was just testing them all out. And then yeah. uh, today I was just out in the woods and I was kind of looking back at them and you know, uh, for a second time and you're reevaluating. So I wasn't necessarily being accurate when I was, uh, at the time when I was first trying these, I think I was still sticking with one app, um, primarily for actually tracking. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, don't, I think, I mean, I think that's a little tedious to have to use more than one app. If you just I agree, but I would just do it for like, maybe, you know, trying a couple of them at once and then just like, Oh, okay. I right. like these uh, results better than the other ones. Delete. Sure. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. These give me a lower number so I can drive sooner. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be careful with that one. I mean, uh, ideally, I think, obviously, I'm just, just sobriety is probably the ideal solution. Off, that's why. But at the same time, um, I think a breathalyzer might actually be that's something I'd consider for some time just having, you know, to be safe, as safe as absolutely possible. That's something I would still consider. And I think. That's probably generally going to be, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to actually be more accurate or not, <laughs> but. Uh, it gives you a number that actually matters in, in the real world. Yes, so that's it certainly be. does. And I think, I, I mean, I'm sure blood tests are really the ultimate, uh, <laughs> but no one's going to want to do that every time. <laughs> all right. Well, so that's, that's all I have for that. Uh, no uh, write-ins uh, this week, but uh, if you would like, to uh, contact us, please do so at techiespodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can email us. Uh, you can find us on the web at niceguynetwork.com slash techies. Something I have not considered, I, I don't think, I put it in our notes here, but I haven't really said it yet. Please, uh, not to beg, but please, 
go on to iTunes, search for Techies Podcast, and leave us a rating. Leave us a uh, you know, preferably a five star rating if you could on there. But uh, and you know, we would take any kind of rating. We because uh, I don't, I don't think do we have anything right now. I don't even know if we don't think we do. So anything would be great on there. Um, you can find us on Stitcher, as I mentioned, iTunes already. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Techies Podcast and on Twitter as te- at Techies Podcast. All righty. Uh, find more great shows on at NiceGuyNetwork.com. Hopefully, might be doing another uh, Wildernet here at some point. Maybe, hopefully. I know we haven't, haven't been the most consistent with that one, but hopefully sooner than later. Anything else you guys want to add? Uh, let oh. me know if you guys have a good... Uh you know, tracking device or a fitness tracking device that you guys like, and that might be waterproof. Well, I was looking to see. There you go. <laughs> see what you guys like. Awesome. Matt, Matt. anything? Nice. <laughs> nice. Didn't leave any time for Matt here. <laughs> <laughs> the outro is kind of... Can you wait? Do you want me to stop it, Matt? <laughs> no. All right, well, until next time, tech or easy. Matt, feel free to say something now if you want. Are you going to edit it in? <laughs> Splice it in somewhere? It's still recording, so I go right ahead. I didn't have anything. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, Matt. Oh, no. It. Should we keep this part oh, in? Oh, no. <laughs> what do you think? You can cut it off. Matt? No, nothing.